This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 86, Herbie Rides Again. Okay. Why? Do you get the connection there? The love bug. Ah, That's right. Yes. That's right. It's the sequel to Herbie the Love Bug. I know it's outside of our 80s, 90s window, but I really wanted something to do with the theme of today. Give me a good laugh. Which is love songs. Oh so, my. with I'm me, so ready as, for this. Yeah, with me as always are my fellow love bugs. Oh yes, I'm <laughs> the latest man. Yes, Colin Harmon, you just heard him, and Wes Allen. I want to kiss you all over and <laughs> over and again. Friends, listen to endless love. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so you can tell this is going to be a good one, uh, as you can probably tell from the title and description of this podcast and what we just discussed. Hey, this is all about love songs. <sighs> it's that time, guys, that Valentine's Day time of year where we have to, uh, we're legally bound, contracted to show love to our wives, our spouses, our husbands, I, I know our what a drag. Loved ones. And supposedly you're supposed to be doing that all the time too. So that's I don't know. No, no, no. Saying. That's what this day is for. You don't have to do it at all until uh, this day. See, I've been like trying to overextend myself too much, I guess. Yeah, you're working too hard, man. Yeah. But we thought we would stay on theme and talk about our favorite love songs from the eighties and nineties. So that should be a good one. Oh, it will be. Hey, how about hey, Wes, I didn't t- talk with you about this uh beforehand, but how about we put together a little Spotify playlist? Of all these songs we mention, of course, and send it out to people. Oh, that's happening. Perhaps in our show notes or send it to the internet. Social media. If you follow us on social media at Past Forecast on Instagram and Twitter, you'll definitely find it. Yes, and maybe we'll send it out on our show notes. But yeah. I'll leave that up to Wes. And remember, you can always email us if you're like, "Hey, where's my Spotify playlist?" You can email us at. <laughs> I didn't Past get it Forward. in the mail. Where <laughs> exactly. is it? We have a mixtape. We will send it to your address. <laughs> um, Actually, if someone requested that, I would make that happen. That sounds yeah. kind of awesome. There you go. You're on the hook for it, Colin. Pass forecast at AOL.com and send us your address, and Colin will make you a mixtape. <laughs> I would actually love to make you a mixtape. And they'll sanitize it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be good. That's right. We'll be COVID safe. I love it. And um, okay, well, let's jump into it. We're going to talk about our favorite love songs, Wes. You asked people on Instagram to talk about their favorite love songs. How about you tell us what was said? Uh, We got a couple of responses. So uh, the first one was from uh, at the Sensational Skinner, a good friend. And he said, the power of love from the good old Salon de Jean or Salon Mm. Dion. Uh, So that was a good little powerhouse ballad that... She sang the heck out of. See, I thought he was going The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News. That was my first thought there. I know. I feel like there's like a handful of songs called The Power of Love. (laughs) Right. Don't need money. Don't take fame. 
There's a, there's a and, lot of love to go around that needs power. Yeah, it's it's pretty powerful. Solar. And the second one was at the real S. Lunas, I think how you say it. And he said Cindy Lawfare time after time, which almost was on my list for this episode, which mm. I've always uh, anytime someone covers that song, I really love it. So and I, I of course love the original, so it's a good song. It's solid. It's good. So yeah, thanks for answering our little questions there absolutely yeah so make sure you're following us and you'll get fun questions like that you might get a shout out just Mm -hmm. like our friends here you're welcome and thanks to you guys for participating with us so we're going to share those were some good submissions i'm pretty sure that's on none of our list but that doesn't mean we didn't like them correct we each have five love songs that we have chosen and i told colin and wes that this is actually secretly like it was a guilty pleasure of mine growing up was I was a big sap. I would listen to that station that plays Delilah. We all had it. It was Warren 94.9 <laughs> in Tampa, St. Petersburg when I was growing up. I loved love songs, slow songs specifically. I would make myself mix CDs of my Hot. favorite love songs. Aww. It was, it was hard for me to choose five. So uh, I was very happy when we decided to do this topic. Um, my my wife rolls her eyes at me when I try to play <laughs> these songs. So well, maybe we should do a part two as a, of this as well. Seriously. Maybe do an we'll extended just... edition director Snyder cut. There you go. <laughs> a brain dump all, and I'll just list every love song. But <laughs> let's just go in order. We'll go one at a time. We'll say our you know a, a love song. We'll play a little bit of it, and we'll say why it's meaningful to us. Well, Corey, since you're the love song aficionado, won't you go first? <laughs> I would be glad to. You know what? I'll be glad to. That's I, I have a feeling that's an Easter egg of some sort. <laughs> yes. My first song, and this one might be number, I'm not trying to go in any particular order, but this might be my number one of the 80s, 90s era, and that's I'll Be by Edwin McCain. So yeah, that's good stuff. I I mean, it has the nostalgia side of it to me. I, I would do the thing where you'd record on the radio from your tape deck and play it back. You know, you like wait for them to play the song, you hit record, and then just play it back on loop. Loved that song. Still love that song. I can vividly remember the time period in which this was. I was definitely in eighth grade when the song came out. That's that's all I have. I, you know, <laughs> fun fact, I saw Edwin McCain sing the national anthem at a Braves playoff game in the early 2000s. Ooh. It was not good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stick no. with LB, man. <laughs> it, it, it might have been the worst rendition I had heard live um, to that point or since. So, am but I right this song is great. That, am I right to think that he's from Georgia? Is I think right? he is. Okay. Edwin. But somebody fact check that. I'm too lazy. But yeah, I uh, no other reason that I like this song other than I just like it. I mean, it's I mean even my wife who hates love songs likes this song, so it's a classic and probably is number one on my list. Mm. Have you ever Starting had anybody strong. actually cry onto your so- onto your shoulder before? Did it ever happen while listening to this song? <laughs> no, but that is now life goals. Yeah, now you got to figure <laughs> that one out. Mm. 
Yeah, time tribute. that one right. Yeah. Okay, Wes, how about you go next since you nominated me? Oh, okay. Uh, eat it, Colin. So I'll take that. Oh, I uh, thought you were saying uh, "Eat It" by Weird Al was your next. <laughs> That's my number one love song. Eat it. <laughs> I have uh, an obesity problem. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but uh, my first pick is "Dreams" by the Cranberries. Yeah, I feel like it's always a toss-up between Linger and Dreams for me, so it's like kind yeah. of a... I feel like they're kind of a combo deal, but I chose Dreams, because I feel like Linger is not actually a love song. It's kind of more of a, a song about obsession or something. Yeah. Um, but I can vividly remember the first time I heard this song. I was on a bus going on a field trip, and the song came on on the radio on the bus. And for whatever reason... It just washed over me, and like I, I, I was kind of like a late bloomer when it came to kind of really having crushes on girls and that kind of things. But like, I feel like I got it after hearing the song for whatever reason. It, 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 it like it wasn't towards like anybody in particular, but it kind of gave me the just the fact that it could happen. Like because I feel like the song is kind of about having like new feelings towards somebody and i feel like that kind of explains why i kind of that kind of song washed over me and i remember around this time the babysitters club movie came out and i remember the song was i never saw the movie but the song was in the trailer and it was during seeing like a montage of scenes of them like making out with boys or like finding love for the first time so i kind of associate this song with just like first loves and kind of like the the butterflies you get when you like first meet somebody so um i don't know it just kind of brings back that like kind of feeling of like you know just being excited about falling in love that's funny because i you said the, you remember the first time you heard it and i was about to say that i think the first time i heard it was through that babysitter's club trailer <laughs> it's funny that you remember that part too that is funny and i I don't think they played it in the movie. I didn't see it, but I, when I looked it up to make sure, I'm like, that did actually happen right. So it said it would just happen in the trailer. So I don't think they played it in the movie. So it's weird that that kind of stuck out to us. Huh. Do you, have you guys, either of you ever had a crush on a babysitter that you had? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't really have babysitters because I had two older sisters. Well, so yeah, I feel be, like weird. that, that would be, be kind of weird. Yeah. So I, definitely not. You're in the wrong state for that, my friend. <laughs> Go one state over. Yeah. <laughs> they love that. That's funny. All right. All what right, you got, Colin? Uh, yeah. So for I don't I wish I had such good stories like you guys do. Uh, so for me, uh, this little uh, ditty is by our 1997 classic, uh, Savage Garden, Truly Madly Deeply. The <laughs>
So I remember the very first time, not necessarily hearing this song, uh, but the very first time uh, I danced with a girl was to this song in seventh grade at my friend Michelle nice. Anderson's birthday party. It was wild. I don't remember the girl's name, but <laughs> I remember it was my friend Michelle's house. <laughs> That's I I was like if she's listening, she's very up, she's very upset if she's I listening know. to this. Well, she's probably married-ish now, so. Um, but yeah, so this is one of those ones that was, I don't know, you don't want to play like the, it was in the formative years, because I was like a little hormony teenager, which I probably was, but... Um, yeah, this was a that was a, a formative one. Even though the song itself is definitely the uh, understudy to the Cherry Cola song of that album, but um, I think it was still a pretty uh, broadly listened to and got a lot of radio play in that era. That is for dang sure. Yeah, I feel like this would probably be on the album now. That's what I call romantic music. <laughs> <laughs> 47 yeah that's that's absolutely accurate <laughs> and i would buy that yesterday but uh yeah it was just one of those ones i feel like a lot of my picks have been like randomly formative uh turning points in my romantic days and uh <laughs> so this was the dance one and it was it was a great memory i can still remember uh her parents her dad was the announcer for the sacramento kings uh and, oh. Which was really fun when he came downstairs and be like, all of you need to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> it, was, it was incredible. Coming up next, Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Yeah, it was. Awesome. Does he play the, what is the song? That bam, 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 bam. <laughs> the Bulls version. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it was, it was a fun little memory for sure. That's good. So my one memory with that song is uh, I remember falling asleep with a radio on one time, and I was having a dream that I was in my like seventh grade science class, and my teacher suddenly started singing that song. Oh! <laughs> and then I woke up, and it, that song was on the radio. Step aside, That's babysitter. The, the teacher's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, okay, moving on to my second song. Um, I, I really love this song. This, this was definitely close to number one for me. And it's I Just Called to Say I Love You by Stevie Wonder. I just called to say I love you. I just called to say how much I So this one is super nostalgic for me, and it's it goes way back. I don't know how old I was, very very young, and I just I vividly remember watching the Disney Channel, and there was a montage that was just yeah you know, I, I don't know if you guys I'm you sh- I'm sure you remember I don't know how to describe them, but a lot of times there would be these like montages of scenes from previous cartoons that they would put to a song as like a music video. So I specifically remember one of those to this song, and that's how when I, where I first heard it, where it was a bunch of like love scenes between Disney characters like Minnie and Mickey, and Donald and Daisy, and just like any type of Valentine's Day kind of stuff that they did Disney wise was put as a montage to this song. And wow, as a that, kid, like that I, really brings me back. 
like yeah. I don't remember this song specifically for that, but I remember them doing that on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Like I remember there being a Donald Duck version. I forget what song it was, but it's like, gosh, that I haven't thought about that forever. Yeah, and that's I mean it's really honestly just in general one of my earliest memories, and I remember loving that song when I watched it. Like I loved when they when they put it on there because I I don't know what it was. I just I loved it and I still love it to this day. I think it's a, a great and it's a solid love song. And it's not over the top too. It's not just like mushy or anything. And it's just basically, hey, just gonna say, I love you. And I mean, hey, it's Stevie Wonder, man. He just and he he slaps. Yeah, and obviously it's from (laughs) as the kids say (laughs) is that is that when he's trying to find the light switch (laughs) why would he be trying to turn on the light switch you can't tell anyway sorry (laughs) oh oh boy i'm not gonna edit that out that's too funny no Uh, don't please don't Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah, so Stevie Wonder <laughs> has made some fantastic m- music, obviously. He's a legend, and this is definitely no exception. So. Okay, cool. I love that. Um, my second pick is uh, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. In your eyes, the light, the heat. I am complete. See the doorway. Um, this song is obviously famous for being in Say Anything for John Cusack holding his boombox up and the song playing in it. Um, so naturally, you know, that's one of my all time favorite movies and especially like love stories. So, uh, this naturally just kind of fits into one of my favorite love songs. Um, but I also have like a memory with that with my wife now. Haley is when we first met each other and one of the first times we hung out together I remember we got in her car and she cranked up her her engine and this song was on the radio and we both like at the same time was like oh I love that song and it was at that point where we were just kind of getting to know each other and you're you know when you first meet someone you kind of see where you kind of overlap with one another I feel like this was one of those like one of those pivotal moments where we're like okay yeah that's like a kind of a random song that most people don't really just like think to be like oh yeah i love that song um that just kind of like we just kind of stopped and looked at each other and it was just like one of those stars aligned kind it's of it's that moment moments. where she drops a pencil and you both go to pick it up and bump yeah. heads <laughs> and then you go again and you touch hands and you look up at each other and that song's playing and like I tried to like rip out the speaker of her car and like <laughs> hold it above me, but it didn't really work out that well. But yeah, uh, I don't really have much else to say about it. But it just you know it it's it's a classic song, and I feel like it's you know such a a good love song that has like just good lyrics and Peter Gabriel is just amazing. So yeah, that's mine. Uh, so I would be next. Uh, <laughs> so. For me, my next uh, little audible adventure would be um, PM Dawn, 
Set Adrift on Memory Bliss from 1991. <laughs> Which, uh, it's funny, you know, I went back and watched the music video for this and I definitely have weirdly vivid memories of what I thought the music video was and I'm like oh well this must I must have found the wrong one and I searched for probably 25 maybe 30 minutes to try to find like what am I envisioning when I think of this song and I can't find it like it feels like these weird like cross dissolvey almost like screensaver in my brain of like, uh, all sorts of like bubbles and things going out of focus and I don't know maybe I watched like some weird scrambly channel and this song was playing but uh, I don't know That's the this Mandela song effect. Like a special yeah place Mandela effect that's what I was about to say yeah and uh, for some reason that like is in my brain about this song but I remember uh, requesting this song on the radio a bunch and then be like oh that's a pretty classic throwback blah 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 and I'd be like <laughs> Like maybe like 2000 and I'm still requesting songs on the radio <laughs> but uh, I don't know I've just always loved this song for some reason um, it was such a, I remember it being such a difficult song to try to get to record from the radio because it just starts out like immediately there's no like lead in or intro or whatever so I would request all the time trying to get a recording of it but they would always talk over the intro which drove me crazy yeah it was always the worst but uh, it, it's what is the song? One. It's it, there's like an 80s song that it's sampling. I forget the like, I know this. Yeah, I don't remember either, but yep. I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. like, it's a I feel like it just instantly has that like familiarity to it that like you, you kind of feel a nostalgic to it, but like at the time it was new. So I feel like it was a good sample to kind of have to that song. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting choice, Colin, because I have not probably even thought about this song until like. <laughs> I may have heard it a couple times, but then you you posted that on the list, and I listened to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's I, it it's came out of left field. But I was like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, deep cut. It is a deep cut. Uh, my next one is I don't think so much of a deep cut, but this one it comes from a movie, and it is somewhere out there by Linda Ronstadt and James Ingram. I love that you have this. This was probably, and maybe maybe right next to I just called to say I love you as like one of the, like the original songs that I was obsessed with because it it was in uh, the uh, American Tale, an American Tale. Most people know it as Fifel. Uh, <laughs> the Fifel. The Fifel not, movie. The not West version. A lot of people say, "Oh yeah, that's from Fifel Goes West." It's like, nope, that one that was the sequel. But uh, I love that movie first of all. And second of all, this song in particular stood out to me. Just like I just called to say I love you. I, I would usually, as a kid, whenever there was music in a movie, I would just fast forward 
because it bored me, but for this one, I would always listen to it. Mm-hmm. And the Linda Ronstadt, like the, you know, they have the kids movie, they have the characters sing it, but then they have like the pop version where it's like adults yeah, in the credits, it. always. Yeah. Yeah, it's like definitely like credits. A whole new world kind of a thing. And it's one of those things where it's a duet, and I've just always dreamed of singing it with somebody. I didn't care. I didn't care who. Just <laughs> even if it was, I mean, I, I don't care if it was a lover. It's just I wanted to sing it with somebody because it's a fun song, you know. Wish you would have sang it at your wedding. Somewhere out there. Um, <laughs> I'd sing the. What you say, Colin? I, I said I would have sang the girl part at your wedding if you would have asked. Oh my gosh! You Man, done we it. need to make that happen. Get married again. Dude, yeah. I I have such vivid memories of hearing the song like laying in the back seat, like if we like I was with my parents or something, or we were driving home, like hearing it on like the Delilah channel of like just laying kind of delirious, like hearing the song play on the radio in the car, like man. Well, and it's what's funny is that you know in the movie it's a brother and a sister singing, and it's about just missing each other, mm-hmm. but it also works as a love song just to any any type of lover out there mm. so um i i liked i loved the song in the movie but i i really love the actual like adult version that sounds weird the grown-up <laughs> version let's move on okay <laughs> uh my next one is uh fade into you by mazzy star Um, so this is from a movie we've talked about a lot on this podcast. It's from the movie Angus, and it's when Angus dances with Melissa at the the Winter Ball, and that scene makes me cry every single time. So, but like I've grown such an appreciation for that song, and it's crazy because like I love the song, but it's it's also I thought it was weird that the song is not on the actual soundtrack for some reason. Um, it's weird because it's like they pretty much play the entire song during the biggest part of the movie. So it's like, I've always wondered why that wasn't on the soundtrack. Um, but I, I remember in high school, my, I was sleeping and my alarm went off on my clock radio and it went off in the morning and the radio was playing the song. And so I just kind of laid back and just kind of vibed out to it. Um, but then at the end of the song, the DJ came on and said, the entire Atlanta area is now making love. You're welcome. <laughs> and it's like so true because like it's such like an incredibly intimate, romantic song. Like I just, I don't know, it's just good vibes and I just love listening to it. It's like, I don't know. You know how like when you have, um, you've been married a while, you don't have like just a song you kind of have like a playlist of songs that you have together that kind of remind you of each other yeah and i feel like this is definitely like on that kind of me and Haley's playlist for each other i feel like it's just like anytime it comes on we just kind of glance at each other and smile Mm. and then and then what wes 
And then we just go back to our computers or phones and just keep going. Mm. Keep scrolling. Married life. Back to watching yeah. Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, that is a really good song. I thought that was a good choice, Wes. It is like, it's a good song. That's all. It is. That's good. Uh, so my next one is a real random poll. Uh, this is the 1997 classic, uh, How Do I Live by Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't think that's super random. I think that is. It was definitely a, a chart topper, if you will. But <laughs> sure. uh, it is not anywhere near my normal listening categories. I don't know why this one stuck in my brain. Like when we talked about this as a topic, I was like, well, that's got to be on there. Like it was one of the first ones I thought of, honestly. Uh, but the song is like the most country ballad song that maybe has ever been written since Blake Shelton. Um, hasn't written a better one yet. But other than that, like, or, or maybe Scotty McCreary, but uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Scotty McCreary. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I think in some weird way, uh, this is one of those songs that when it came out, it was uh, like when my friends would start dating a girl, or when my friends that were girls started dating other boys, or whatever they were up to. Um, they always had to pick a song and this was a very topically picked song of like okay this is our song now and there would be like little challenges of like well that was that was our song though like or this is me and whoever's song so it can't be yours and what a weird thing to have to think back on in some sense you know, like you have to choose a song right after you like learn each other's middle names and that kind of stuff so i don't know it was it's like a weird i think for me the girl that I had been uh, interested in. I don't think we were actually dating. I don't think actually everything ever happened. But she had already chosen this would be our song when uh, there was any interest from either side. And I don't know. Not that I look back on that relationship as I missed out on something, but um, man, it was a, it's definitely one that like stuck with me in a weird way. I'm like, oh yeah, everybody loved this song in this season. <laughs> weird time. Middle school. Middle. I don't know if this happens anymore, but that was one of the, I feel like multiple examples in the 90s specifically where there was a country version by one artist and a pop version by another yeah like yeah Leon Rhymes which I feel like was more on the pop side of things but then Trisha Yearwood did yeah the same song at the same time but mm -hmm. in a country way correct yeah I think I remember there was a version of the song and uh what's the what's that Nicholas it's in Con Air Con Air yeah yeah it was in Con Air <laughs> And it was like not definitely not the Leanne Ran Rhymes version. Yeah, I think that was a Trisha Yearwood one. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But yeah, I remember when the song came out because it was a big deal because she was like 13 at the time. Oh, and really? I remember being like, "I'm 13." So it was, it was like <laughs> one of those things that just, that that is just like weird that like someone could be famous that's your age and be like, "What am I doing with my life?" Oh, yeah, did did you have a crush on her, Wes? No, I did not. I'm not. I'm not into blonde. Sorry. I actually, it's funny. I also didn't, and I think for the exact same reason. <laughs> Take that, blondes. Yeah, sorry, blondes that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
both of them are so disappointed. <laughs> you know what's funny is I think my wife is technically a blonde. She considers herself a blonde. Oh, anyway, really? She was super blonde when she was a kid, and it's turned into like a dirty blonde brown kind of deal. Sh- she should shower. <laughs> yeah, I know it's getting really gross. Yeah, it's very dark for a blonde. Sorry. <laughs> okay, my next one. Um, my next one is I. I don't know. I just have to sing along with it for this one. Okay. It, it, it's great. It's classic. <laughs> it's I Swear by All for One. I swear by the moon and the stars in the skies. And I swear like the shadow that's by your side. This is, you know, like... The, in the prime of boy bandism, you know, mm-hmm. I, I guess all the '90s kind of w- were '80s, not late '80s, all through the '90s. But all for one, uh, very overshadowed by Boys to Men. I feel like they had some good mm-hmm. ones, and I swear it was definitely the best. This is another example of one that had a country version. Actually, the country version was first, and this was a cover of the country version. Oh, I didn't realize. That. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but this one was the better one, <laughs> in my uh, opinion. Oh yeah, I, for sure. I, sure. I don't know for sure, but I feel like this one did better just in general on the charts and money-wise. So um, it's well, great. Well, this definitely, like, you know, uh, was very popular in the slow skating rink kind of thing. For sure. Like, they, like it was couple skate, like glory, yes. this, this song. Is deep nostalgia tied to this song. Yeah. That is definitely the memory I have with this song is skating rink. Absolutely. That's so funny you mentioned that. And I also have a memory of my mom being very annoyed with, like, she's like, I just hate, like, she, I just remember her specifically saying that, like, apparently that year or whatever, we had, like, season passes to Six Flags, and I remember her saying in the car, he's like, I'm just sick of all these kids at Six Flags just being like, I swear, (laughs) and it's like... I, for some reason, that just rings in my mind every time I hear this song. It's just my mom hating it for <laughs> no reason okay. at all. <laughs> I'm sure she loves that. That's the memory yeah. you have. <laughs> I just hate that song. <laughs> have you guys ever seen the movie with Ryan Reynolds, Just Friends? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, so yeah. I have... forgot about the the scene when he's, like, overweight. And yeah. He's... So he's uh, <laughs> they flashback. Uh, the story's about him being put in the friend zone with his high school uh, best friend. And it's like years later, and they reconnect, and he's trying to win her over. But they flash back. I think it's at the very beginning of the movie. It's him in a fat suit, and he is singing in the mirror to this song. And it's just hilarious because Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. But that's like, that was definitely me. I, again, guilty You were in a fat suit singing this in the mirror? Yeah, I mean, I would. I loved love songs. I secretly, I never told it. Well, I don't say I never told anybody, but I, I wasn't that, like... <laughs> out and about with my love for love songs and this is like one of those i loved and i totally sang it to myself probably in a mirror at some point and also was probably putting the friends on way too many times so uh <laughs> just like hopeless romantic in me that uh, mm. was always putting the friends on i connected with that movie anyway that is that is that i love it okay uh, mine, this may be, this is not a radio hit, but I, my next one is, uh, don't worry, I'll catch you by the get up kids. Don't worry, I'll catch you.
This is on the very tail end of like the 90s. It came out in September 1999, September 28th to be exact, when the album came out, which is Haley's birthday. Um, but it's 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 like kind of that indie emo kind of thing. So it wasn't like you know very big on the radio or anything, but but like this is a very big hit for that particular band. And it's, it's just a sweet, sweet song. Uh, it's, it's just about being there for each other no matter what. And um, a couple of years ago, me and Haley are both designers. So a, f- a handful of years ago, we kind of developed this tradition on our... We have both our... Both of our birthdays are in September and our anniversaries in September. So it's like we have to, to kind of plan ahead of like okay for this we're gonna do this so for anniversaries we decided to make each other cards and like design it and then write you know like what was significant about that year and a couple of years ago she for the cover of the card she made it based on the song that said don't worry i'll catch you and it had a bunch of cool illustrations and imagery on it so it's just one of those it was so cool and I, I want to make like a big print of it someday and get it framed and put it in my office or something but um it's it, it like really got to, like made me cry just like as soon as i opened it i didn't even have to read what was inside i'm just like okay fine uh, you get me um but yeah i love the song it's just one of those songs that always just like gets me I, I don't doubt it, but yeah, it's it's one of those kind of underground hits, if you can call that a thing. But um, yeah, I like how all of your choices remind you of your wife, and whereas like me and Colin is like, oh, when we're uh, no, you know losers in elementary like, school, yeah. and when I was like mostly well, pimples. Uh. <laughs> well, it's like I feel like a lot of the things that I like, I still like, and I like listen to all the time. So, like, I kind of develop memories with oh, yeah. my wife with them. So it's like, cool. I, I, you know, it's probably why I have a nostalgic podca- podcast. But it's like <laughs> I, I really love the things that we talk about, and I'm tr- a true fan of it. So it's just like it's the thing that I currently enjoy. So it's probably why those things overlap a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. So what reminds you of your wife, uh, Colin? Which one of these songs? <laughs> uh, well, this next song does not. But actually, she's the only one that's lived it out so far, so winning. Uh, this song is All My Life by Casey and JoJo. If you ever heard this song, uh, or at least the album version, you definitely skip the violin part at the top. It's like maybe three to seven <laughs> hours long. Uh, I think you actually had to flip the disc over to hear the entire thing, like a record, which is crazy. <laughs> the actual song is a bonus yeah. song at the end. <laughs> it was like one of those CD subtracks that you could never actually click to to listen to the end of the previous song. 
Anyways, <laughs> dork. Uh, so yeah, this song, I remember. Um, uh, I never really like. Uh, this is story time. So I was the person who, for whatever reason, I was like one of my only friends that had a job in like middle school, high school kind of stuff, like early on, like mid, like seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. And so I had a little bit of money, you know, in high school or middle school money. So I bought just like a ton of CDs. And so anytime there was a good party that my friends were throwing, they wanted me to come over because I had CDs and could like basically DJ it or at least like have some good music to play. And so this is the song. I would like have a little sheet of paper and like write what songs you want to come on. <laughs> and if I have the CD, it'll play. And if I don't, you don't get it. Uh, but this <laughs> like one was the one people would just like. For Colin. Yeah. People would put like little stars next to this one because they wanted to hear it so much. It was like, oh, somebody already wrote it down. So like, star, like, I agree. And uh, I don't know, that like is in my brain to where like I had this CD and I remember like, uh, it's like 58 seconds to where it skips the whole violin part and it's just the piano downbeat for this. And uh, I could start that and it would like just change the dance floor situation. And it was a really fun, I felt like it was like a first thing of like, oh man, music really has uh, an influence on people. Like it's really like, even though I look back on that, of like, oh, that's a fun memory. Like, and I didn't realize it at the time, but like I'm writing these memories with these people. Like it's getting seared into their brains with this as the soundtrack. Uh, whether it's like people's first dance, or people's like first chance of like, oh man, we're like, we're connecting in like an interesting way. And uh, I look back on it, like knowing that by the time I was like, I feel very powerful. <laughs> because it was like a weird way of like manipulating people with music of like hey i know you're all having a great time but like now you're gonna dance with each other because i'm playing this song and uh, i don't know it was you're, just a... you're really good at that i'll say that <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it's a really fun one that i uh i super and i look back on it very fondly in that sense yeah i remember that this when this come out like 98 i feel like this was like the love song of that year like i feel mm-hmm. like that defined mm-hmm. like the, yeah the slow skate song of that year definitely yeah, yeah definitely it's it's hard to have I'm, I'm glad you brought this one up colin because this one that's like if we didn't mention this song it would be a travesty yeah, it's a penultimate. this one is yeah i mean it's it's great uh and definitely screams late 90s mm-hmm. okay so last round i for my last song, I there's another one we have to mention. I'll make love to you by Boys to Men. This is a song we weren't allowed to listen to. Not, not me and my brother and sister. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it. getting sexy in here. Oh, but you did. You definitely. And did. we loved it. I mean, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's just you know, boys to men. They're so super talented, and that just—it's a catchy song, and it's—it's it's a good song. I mean, you just can't deny it. That video, though. Mm. <laughs> yeah. okay. got That's one of those videos you stay up late to watch the box and hope hope somebody. Uh, nominates yeah, it that one got <laughs> the <racy>. box <laughs> yeah I remember that channel <laughs> that song and put them on the glass that's the ones you wait for <laughs> late at night Man, yeah this cool. was an awkward one to slow, slow skate to to be honest <laughs> yeah. like what are we listening to I know we just met but you're really fast skater uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
That's really funny. Yeah. That, I mean, this is one where it's like, yeah, it, it makes you feel awkward if you listen to it as a middle schooler and you attribute it to anybody. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> want to make out? I mean, like, if you're into that thing, I don't know. What does your face do? <laughs> the song comes on. Can I uh, grab you a churro? Uh, <laughs> I love that. I have The memory I have of this song, uh, which I remember going to... Uh, Paramount's Great America, which is not a thing anymore, but it was a, um, uh, it was basically the first place that I rode a roller coaster and not, I felt very brave. I rode Top Gun. It was like an eighth grade and everybody was doing it and we had been in line for like two and a half hours. And at that point I'd been to Disneyland like hundreds of times probably, but I'd never ridden a roller coaster that went upside down before. And uh, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if I'm ready. But like this song played in that queue probably three <laughs> random times with the people that I was there with. And we were there and for like just a school trip. psyched you out of your mind. Yeah. And so like I remember like going on it, uh, Top Gun going upside down, like surviving and like having the thrill of feeling alive. And like uh, we were there till like probably 11 p.m., whatever. So like we closed the park down. And. Uh, this was the very last song that played uh, before we left the park, which is really funny. Oh. <laughs> it's a great one to go out yeah. on. I will say this the album this one was on was just like it was their best album. I mean top to bottom. Mm. It's I think it's the two, two album yeah. and it was fantastic. Yeah. Has yesterday on the end of it. <laughs> oh. Solid. It kicks uh, off with, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always thought was like the best mm-hmm. intro to a CD. Anyway. Uh, so my last one is Everlong by the Food Fighters. Um, Great choice. I've probably listened to the song probably about a thousand times, and it, I, I don't feel like it ever loses its power. I, I personally feel like it's the best Foo Fighters song that they've come out with, and uh, it's just about being like truly like connected and in sync with somebody. It's just just about that like deep, intimate relationship, and it's like I don't know. It just like it's just a powerful kind of simple song but it's just like it just hits really well and i don't know it's just great song i don't know what else to say about it but it's just good well i'm glad you mentioned it because it's like not the first thing that stands out in most people's mind you think love songs in the 80s and 90s this wouldn't show up on delilah but it's still a love song (laughs) like and it's really good it's probably probably my favorite foo Foo fighter song i have to sit and think about it but it's definitely up there Mm. yeah i agree I had this song on a, uh, it was on a mixtape I made with a, like a Jimmy Eat World song and like 1979 was on it. It was like early 2000s, like Smashing Pumpkins was on it, but there was like all these like slow rock songs like this that I kind of loved. Yeah. It was like a very happy genre for my brain. 
And this, I mean, my my biggest memory with this is actually recent, but it's we, there's a live band karaoke place in Atlanta, and they have Everlong on the set list, and I sang Everlong doing live band karaoke, oh, and it's yeah. so much fun. So much fun. Anyway, that's good choice. That's very fun. Uh, so I have a last one, and then I'll do an honorable mention just because I'm that person. But uh, my last <laughs> one is uh, obviously a boy band, and it's God must have spent a little more time on you by In Sync from 1997. Now, another example of a country version with a pop version. Yeah, I actually learned that uh, today. That 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 is a cover song, which is crazy in my brain. Um, They certainly got a little bit more playtime with it. That's for sure, in my experience, at least. But man, that that song was one of those things where it's like. You could send that song to like anybody, like even your grandma. She's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was just one of those things where it was like real feel goody of like, hey, you special girl. <laughs> I think there was something about that that, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say that I like uh, played that card in a lot of games. That seems a little shabby to say out loud. <laughs> but I think in some sense, uh, it, it's a it's a winner in my uh, history book. That's unfortunate. I'm married now and very happily. It's fine, but uh, <laughs> that was a uh, that was a good tool. <laughs> and that's, whether it was like you know taking people on dates or whatever that kind of stuff, it was just a fun a, a fun little uh, transition piece. We'll say that. Yeah, the manipulator of those. That they do. That they do. That's very true. Um, there's a see now you're gonna get me on a tangent of going Go on. on love songs Go. which I was trying to avoid but there's <laughs> a lesser known NSYNC song um, called Something Like You uh-huh. is on a celebrity album yes, it yes, it and it is great I didn't choose it only simply because no one else knows about it oh and but it probably honestly was in my top three of love songs. That's a good one. And I definitely one. used that one on a girl, and it definitely there worked. You go. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know, because you know that you're you, but and you played any song by them, they're living out there. You know, JT or JC Chazé dreams on mm. your behalf. It, it's mm-hmm. a win-win. Cause, uh, <laughs> it really is. So I think, in some sense, yeah, I, I get it. Yep. <laughs> That's a treasure. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, speaking of that, are there any honorable mentions? Things that we didn't mention, but you really wanted to. Uh, I can go first because I have a great one. So, uh, and we we won't play these. We can just mention. Yeah, mention I only have whatever. one, and it would be uh, "The Luckiest" by Ben Folds. It's honorable mention because it's two thousand one. But like that song is, I listen to that now, and it makes me teary. It's such a good like piano only Ben Folds. It's, it gets me to a happy place. It's just like a good reminder of like the perspective that I hope to bring to, uh, I mean, if I want to be like really sappy, like it's the perspective that I want to bring to my marriage in some sense of like every day reminding myself how lucky I am to be in the place that I am in with the person that I get to share life with every day. Um, I think it's like a really good framing for the way that my brain operates. Like I could be going life alone and life could be great, but the fact that I get to share it with somebody every single day uh, that's really special to me. Uh, it does make me feel like the luckiest. 
Så det blir mig. Ah, sorry. Uh, I, you know, I've, you know, I've got a few. West, do you have any others you want to give? A uh, I can only think of two off the top of my head that I had thought through. One was uh, the Pretenders. I'll stand by you. Ooh. I always is it's it's kind of a cheesy song but i just love the lyrics of it i feel like it has powerful lyrics um especially when you've been with someone for a long time um and the other one is a new order song called bizarre love triangle and it's an 80s song um but it's a good one uh good 80s vibes but yeah those are the only two i can really think of so there's you know going back to all for one they had another one um which is, I'm forgetting the title now. They rated Cinderella. I hoped it would come true. <laughs> I can love you like that. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. Uh, you had Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I'll Do uh, It For yeah, You. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Take My Breath Away, you know, from the Top Gun soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Going back to NSYNC. They had This I Promise You. NSYNC was, ah, man, that was such a good one. That one actually, speaking, that's Brian Adams co wrote that one uh, or wrote it all together. Oh, I'm sure really? he was involved in it. I didn't know that. Today I learned. Oh, there's probably a bunch of others I'm just going blank on now, but that's just a few shout outs that I had. Good Good shout outs. Yeah. So, what are your favorite love songs? Did we mention anything or, or not mention one and now you're angry? Please let us know <laughs> at Pass Forecast on Twitter and Instagram. We'll add it to the and, list, uh, to the playlist. Yeah, we'll add it to the playlist and you guys can just play it for your loved ones or those you're trying to make your loved one. Uh, <laughs> I'll play for you guys. Then. Not forcibly. That sounded like it was too forceful. You don't want to make somebody be your loved one, but you know what I uh, mean. Just there. slightly manipulate yeah. them. Offer them the it. opportunity yeah. to choose you at nothing else. If you're trying to <laughs> woo someone, that's all I'm saying. Okay. If you're just trying woo. to woo someone, or you want to just hand, you go into a skating rink and you want to hand a mixtape to the DJ. <laughs> Yeah, I want to do that so bad right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let us know at Pass Forecast, Twitter, Instagram, email, passforecast at AOL.com. I think that's it for us. So until next time. Friends, listen to Endless Love in the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, my love. <laughs> Perfect. Later, snorks. Clavis! Wake up! The show's over! Oh yeah! Kick it!